0: Have you been with a narcissist, a toxic person, and you're wondering, have I actually healed yet? Is this something that you kind of wonder of, maybe I'm good, maybe I'm all better? Or do you kind of feel like there might be something residual there? Wondering if something is still left in your healing process. How can you recognize the signs that you've actually moved on, that that person no longer has control over you, that you've actually healed the trauma bond, you've broken free from the rumination? And what steps can you take to be able to move forward? and taking back your power and building a thriving life after narcissistic abuse. I want to talk to you a little bit today about this, about diving into what it actually looks like of healing from narcissistic abuse, and also discuss signs that indicate you've made significant progress towards your recovery, towards the person that you want to be. A huge part of your growth and development I normally describe as being twofold. One is your healing journey working on breaking out the trauma bond, breaking out of the rumination and helping to heal that part of your life. Well, the healing journey is a journey. It is not just a destination. It's not someplace you just arrive to and you can stake your flag in the end of it and be like, hey, I'm done. I'm here. I've accomplished it. But instead, that healing journey starts to kind of make a pivot in the middle. Oftentimes that pivot is when you start realizing different pieces that are no longer about the narcissist. They're no longer about him and what he did to you. But then it starts to shift and change into being your growth and your development into the person that you were called to be. And then we switch from a healing journey to a growth mindset. And then we're able to continue moving forward as quickly as possible towards that version of you that you want to discover, that version of you that you want to not get back to, but the version of you you want to develop into the person that you're called to be. So what's it actually look like? What are some of the signs? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self for narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. Uh, and try to be able to be on here, just be able to share, hey, this is what's happened in my life, and to be able to try to provide insight from another perspective of what's actually happening from my side, what's actually happening in the thought process, and to try to be able to give answers. Do a lot of different shorts every single day on all different platforms out there trying to answer quick questions to help people understand those small, minute details. And we try to do longer videos on YouTube or on our podcast to try to let people just understand more in depth the journey that they're on. So regardless of where you are in your healing journey, in your growth mindset, moving forward, whatever it might be, we want to be able to be here to support you and to help you continue that growth process wherever you are. If you have questions, concerns, or if you want to reach out to try to help working through that process, then go to rawmotivations.com. Would love to interact with you. Would love to set up an appointment with you to try to help you move forward in your healing. So what are some of the signs that you know that you've started to heal, that you know that you started to move on, that you know that you've made progress One of the first aspects that I would say is self-awareness. Now, I don't mean self-awareness of like, oh, you're a self-aware narcissist, right? Okay. But self-awareness in you of what's actually going on. Oftentimes, you're able to do this by self-reflecting, by looking at the things that are happening on a day-to-day basis and understanding, hey, this is what's actually going on. This is what I'm actually seeing. One of the signs of working on that healing process is having an enhanced sense of self-awareness of what's actually going on, of what you're actually seeing. Now, at first, it's going to feel a little bit more paranoid than it will be self-aware because you'll be looking at everybody and be like, everyone's a narcissist. Like, I don't know how to heal from this. And you start to get to the place where you start to be more attuned to what is going on inside, not just around you. That's a piece that I think a lot of times people forget and they get confused about is when you're with a narcissist, it's all focused on the narcissist. When you get away from the narcissist, it's all focused on the narcissist. There's the pivot. From the healing side to the growth side that you start to change your focus where it's not all about the narcissist and all about narcissism but instead you start to focus on your growth your development and who you actually are as that continues to grow and move forward then we start to focus on your habits what you're doing on a day-to-day basis is actually helping move you in a positive way whether that's in your work whether that's in your relationships whereas in your spirituality how you're showing up physically for yourself Every single step of that is. Let's set up good habits. They're gonna help you accomplish the person that you want to be. Now I've mentioned a couple of times, like the person or the version that you want to be. When we're talking about that, I need you to understand that that version that you're hunting down, the version of yourself, it's not a completely new person. It's you, but it's underneath layers of a bunch of shit that the narcissist put you through. And that version of you is not the old version of you. And you ever hear that where people are like, I just want to get back to how I used to be. I want to get back to the happy person I was. That person, that original person version of you doesn't exist anymore. It's been dead for a long time being with a narcissist. And it doesn't mean that there's attributes about that person that we can't resurrect and kind of work through and develop you in that direction. But you need to understand if you went back to the person that you originally were, you'd probably get into the same mess, maybe with a different person, but probably the same mess because right then you weren't aware. You didn't understand the nuances, the things that are going on. Well, not as much as you do now, that's for sure. So a piece of it is we're actually developing you into a newer version of yourself. Okay. So as you do this, you start to become more attuned to your emotions, how to actually process those, how to feel those, how to be able to feel those and not just push them aside to get to the facts, how to be able to actually walk through the process so you get the truth of the situation. You start to be able to understand your thoughts and behaviors, and you hone into the story that you believe that keeps you trapped. This gets you clarity about the impact of the abuse, about the things that happened in the relationship, about he showed up, about how you showed up, all those things. And as you start to walk through this introspection, you start to identify the negative beliefs. You start to identify the limiting beliefs. You start to identify the stories that you're telling yourself that keep you stuck for such a long period of time. Like in your healing journey, as this starts to become a regular process, like this is a huge sign of people healing. It's one of the reasons that inside the Thriver community, we have very little talk about narcissism, we really don't, because a lot of what we're focusing on is you growing and developing you, not breaking free, not healing from that person, because we're focused on a goal. We're focused on your direction. So what do you finally start doing now? How do you start to see this exemplified? You might see this as self-reflection exercises. Maybe you're journaling. Maybe you're doing therapy. Maybe you're working on building everyday habits that are helping you in your healing process. And as you notice, hey, I'm not triggered as much. Like, like I'm able to process a lot of these stories. I'm able to work through a lot of these things, so it doesn't effectively, like, it doesn't affect me as much as what it used to. That's the aspect that we're talking about. So you're going to see like different pieces of like understanding more of you. It's a unique process. When people start going through the healing journey to a growth mindset, that pivot starts to be from a focus on the narcissist to a focus inward on you. Sometimes that's the part where people run away from and where they don't want to deal with it because then they have to confront whatever might be going on inside or whatever wounds might be there that they don't want to heal. All right. How else do we know that you're healing from narcissistic abuse? Uh, a big part is boundaries. And we could do a whole lesson on these. Uh, we're going to have some of this in a, in a workshop that's coming up, but establishing healthy boundaries. When you leave a narcissist or when you're healing from narcissistic abuse, you develop a much stronger sense of self-worth and how you're actually establishing boundaries. Like with this, you become very uh, much more aware of when you need to be able to establish these boundaries and not just with a toxic person, but you start to have boundaries for you, for everybody what that looks like of overcommitting of of getting getting in, involved too much in something that you know you don't have enough time for that you can't do it's also like setting up healthy boundaries with someone who's not talking very nice or that's being disrespectful or whatever that may be the things that you're not comfortable with those boundaries you're saying hey these are for me okay it limits other people's access to you doesn't limit them. They can do whatever they want to do, but it limits other people's access to you. And then you're able to stand in a place saying, hey, I know who I am. I know the direction I want to go. And regardless of what you want to do, you can either go with me in this direction or we don't have to go that way at all. A lot of times you get to the place where you're able to assert your own needs, like respecting other people's boundaries, but setting your own boundaries. becomes a way to protect yourself from further abuse. And boundaries, it's not like it's all of a sudden easy, But it gets easier to be able to set those boundaries, to be able to say, hey, this isn't okay. Are you at the place where you can confidently communicate your boundaries to other people? Uh, You can take action when those boundaries are violated. Like you don't just roll over, but you're consistent saying, hey, this is not okay. Are you able to practice self-care and surround yourself with individuals who respect and support your boundaries? Very key. This shift allows you to create healthier and more fulfilling relationships. It allows you to really give space and capacity for you to be able to heal and for you to be able to grow. All right, one of the last ones I want to be able to talk about today is the emotional resilience and empowerment. Uh, Now, when we talk about the emotional resilience, it's not that you're where shut off or cut off from the narcissist of like, emotionally, you mean nothing to me. Like, no, we're just talking about being able to build that up. It gets to the place where you're able to regulate You're able to regulate your emotions. You're able to regulate your response. You're able to regulate when a trigger comes into your life, how you actually respond to that, how do you you react to that, and being able to work through, oftentimes how we talk about it, the story that you believe to change your life, to change the place instead of it like sidelining you for a day, for a month, for a week, you're able to process it and move forward. You don't end up being defined anymore about the abuse. You don't end up being defined by the triggers, by the things that are affecting you, or being stuck in the trauma bond for a long period of time. So how do you notice this now? Like, do you actually see being resilient in the face of challenges, in the face of setbacks, and the things that are actually coming into your life on a day-to-day basis? Or are you still being overwhelmed? Negative emotions, like you're still having a lot of things attack you and you're not sure how to be able to get out of it. Maybe you're at the place where you're seeking healthy coping strategies, you're practicing self-care, you're helping yourself move forward in the habits and the daily goals that you set. You're embracing your power of who you actually are, of who you're called to be. Like, if you're in this place, that's amazing. We wanna be able to talk to you in our Thriver community of like how we can actually help you achieve the goals and desires you wanna go. If you listen to this and you're like, I'm not there yet, then I wanna invite you to join the 7-Day Challenge. Go to escapetoxicity.com. There you can actually see the roadmap to your healing. The roadmap in that healing journey of how we work through people to break them free and to get them to the next place where they're healed, happy, healthy, and whole. If you want to talk to me one-on-one, click on the link down below. Go to rawmotivations.com. would love to interact with you there. Y'all have a blessed day.